the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. I am he, Mr. Black, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And today, we got a great show for you. Today, we're going to talk about the 10 steps to productivity. How do we become more productive? How do we live a significant life instead of just surviving, instead of just a successful life? You know, when I deal with the, in the deep recesses of people, I go uh, through their head uh, and their heart. I help them clean up their heart. I help them clean up some stinking thinking. And so I go really deep with people. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, with everything going on in America, with a pandemic, with our economy, with our elections, with the Democrats running things, there's a lot of fear. Uh, fear is the main political cudgel right now. And if they can get you afraid enough, you'll continue to vote for the same people over and over, even though they're doing harm for us, to us. And so a lot of people are struggling with family of origin issues. A lot of people are struggling with depression. And why do I do what I do? Because I experience this on a regular basis. What's this? Well, once there was a very small person who had feelings. They had many feelings and felt them every day. Their family liked them when they showed their feelings. So the very small person started to wear their feelings on their sleeve. One day, one of the small person's parents said they they didn't like to see the fear feeling anymore. So the small person wanted to pull it off. No more fear. The parent said that they would give the small person some tough to cover over their fear. The small person found it very difficult to cover the fear with the tough. So the other parent and the grandparents all helped. It took many, many days. Now, you look wonderful, said the parents when it was done. We've covered some of your feelings with tough, and you'll grow into a stronger person. The small person grew a little older and found a friend. Their friend also wore their feelings on their sleeve. The friend said one day, my parents want me to cover up my lonely feelings and to be different from now on. And they were. The small person decided to cover over their lonely feelings too, and they got angry from another adult. The small person put big patches of angry on top of their lonely. It was hard work to cover over the lonely feelings. One day, when the small person, who is now not so small, went to school, some of their lonely feelings started to show. So the teacher kept them behind and gave them some guilt to cover their lonely Sometimes when alone at night, the person would look at their feelings. They would pull off the tough and angry and guilt to look at their lonely and fear. 
then they would have to take a long time putting the tough, angry, and guilt back again. One night, the person noticed that their lonely and fear were growing and beginning to stick out from under the patches. So the person had to go out to find some more angry to cover the lonely and got all the tough that their parents could spare to cover their fear. The person grew older and became very popular because everyone said they could hide their feelings so well. The person's parents said one day that they had a proud feeling because the person had been so tough. But the person could not find anywhere to put the proud feeling because the tough had gotten so big. The person had trouble finding room on their sleeve for any other feelings. The tough and the angry were all that showed. Then after a time, the person met another person, and they too became friends. They thought that they were a lot alike because they both had only tough and angry feelings that showed. However, one day the friend told the person a secret. I'm not really like you. I'm not really like you. My tough and my angry are only patches to cover over my lonely and my fear. The friend pulled back to the edge of their tough and showed the person their fear, but just for a second, the person sat quietly, did not speak. Then carefully, they too pulled back the edge of their tough and showed their fear. The friend saw the lonely underneath. Then the friend gently reached out and touched the person's fear and then touched the person's lonely. The friend's touch was like magic. A feeling of acceptance appeared on the person's sleeve. And the tough and the angry were shrinking. They were becoming smaller. The person then knew that whenever someone gave them acceptance, they would need less tough. And then there'd be more room to show proud and other things like sad, loving, strong, good, warm, hurt, fear. See, ladies and gentlemen, we're all a product of our past. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. Majority of our map of reality is put in place by the time we're five years old. Did you hear that? Five years old. That's why our past needs to be cleaned up. That's why our past needs to be identified. That's why our past needs to make sure that it's not dictating our future. It's like one of those financial investment companies, right? And they say this over and over, that the past does not dictate the future. Past results does not dictate future performance. But here's the question. Are you busy or are you productive? Are you busy about what you were put here to do or are you just doing things? Are you striving for significance or are you happy with success? It's like you take two people in the world that were both successful, Alexander the Great and Jesus the Christ. But I'm going to suggest that one lived a life of significance where one lived what the world calls successful. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One lived and died for self. One died for you and me. The Greek died on a throne. The Jew died on a cross. One's life triumph seemed, the other, a loss. One led armies forth, the other walked alone. 
One shed a whole world's blood, the other gave his own. One won the world in life and lost it all in death. The other lost his life to win the whole world's faith. Jesus and Alexander both died at 33. One died in Babylon and one on Calvary. One gained all for self and one himself he gave. One conquered every throne, the other every grave. The one made himself God, the God made himself less. The one lived but to blast, the other but to bless. When died, the Greek forever fell his throne of swords. But Jesus died to live forever, King of King and Lord of Lords. Jesus and Alexander both died at 33. The Greek made all men slaves. The Jew made all men free. One built a throne on blood, the other built on love. The one was born of earth, the other from above. One won all this earth to lose all heaven and earth. The other gave a ball that all to him be given. The Greek forever died, the Jew forever lives. He loses all who gets and gains all things who gives. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of things to be busy about. But as I've said over and over this week, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. What are you busy about? If you're busy about doing things that are moving you from where you are now to your mission, great. But if you're just busy, occupied by the things of this world, occupied by the traumas and dramas of this world, then what does it matter? And so after the break, I want to go through this great article I found from Lifehack. It's called 10 Strange Productivity Secrets That They Didn't Teach You in School. Because if you want to live your life like it matters, that needs to be productive. If you're going to live your life like it matters, it needs to be mission-oriented and vision-driven. If you're going to live your life like it matters, then stay tuned because after these three minutes of commercial break, we're going to go through the 10 strange productivity secrets they didn't teach in school. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Coming up tomorrow, the St. John's football team plays an opening round game against Northwestern of St. Paul in the Division Three football playoffs. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me along with Brian Backus and Mike Carr for all the action. Our coverage starts at 11 a.m. with the Stearns Bank pregame show 
and the kickoff at noon right here on Freedom 1570, your Johnny station in the Twin Cities. St. John's against the Eagles of Northwestern. Tune in for all the action starting at 11 tomorrow morning right here on Freedom 1570. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. This is your hour of power where you get to work on your noodle, get to work on your noggin. Remember, our brain is one of the the only organism, I should say the only uh, organ, how about that, that never has to deteriorate. Your brain, my brain is the one organ in our life that has unlimited plasticity. Every other organ has a time span. There's only so many beats of your heart. There's only so many breaths of your lungs. There's only filtrations of your kidneys and your liver. But your brain, properly serviced, properly taken care of, properly functioning, properly working, properly fed, uh, never has to grow old. It never has to deteriorate. It has unlimited plasticity. And this week we've been talking about productivity. Because a lot of people out there are busy. People are too busy to return phone calls. People are too busy to pray. People are too busy to go to church. People are too busy to vote. People are too busy to study and research. People are too busy to think for themselves. And the question is, what are you busy about? What are you busy about? Because a lot of people are just doing busy work. Squirrel, shiny object, what, 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 what? Lacking focus, lacking motivation, lacking drive. And so this week, we've been talking about this whole thing about activity or productivity. Yeah, you're doing things, but are what you're doing, are they temporal or are they eternal? Are they lasting or are they temporal? Are they making a difference or making stuff for you? Are they significant or survival? And we've been using some quotes from uh, my good friend, Jim Stovall. His book, Ultimate Productivity, great book, highly recommended, written 25, maybe 30 years ago, still as valuable today as it was when it was written. And here's his quote, Activity versus Productivity. He says, just because you're moving, it does not mean you're moving in the right direction. Visualize the hamster in the cage, frantically running on the spinning wheel. He has a lot of activity, but no productivity. If the hamster runs even faster, he still doesn't get anywhere. Some of you, you feel like a hamster on a wheel. Some of you, you're just spent. You're worn out. 
you're attempting to give from an empty vessel. Yeah, you're a conduit. But your conduit, your vessel's been empty for so long, what's coming out of it? See, we've got to be careful never to confuse activity with productivity. Most people in our society work very hard in terms of activity. I mean, let's be honest, we all fill 24 hours each day, 84,600 or 86,400 seconds in a day, right? We each have seven days in a week. Same time that Mother Teresa had every day, same time that Jesus Christ had every day. And look at the impact they made. How about you? We all have 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week. We all have 86,400 seconds in a day. But as in the case of our hamster friend, just because we're busy, just because we're running, or even sprinting, doesn't mean we're really moving at all in terms of productive progress toward our personalized success goals. So in the battle to be productive and not just active, we need to take an inventory of what we're doing. And I shared with you in the shows this week that there's a questioning process that will separate out if we're just being busy or is there real activity, more productive work being going on here. And the four questions, let me remind you what they are. First question, what is it that I really want to accomplish with this activity? Why are you doing it? What do you want? That question is the secret of motivation. What do you want? The second question, do you really want to accomplish this? Enough to make some effort? Enough to get emotionally involved? And again, what you got to do is what's in it for me? Everybody's wearing a hat. What's in it for me? What do I gain from this activity? And I covered a lot of this in great detail in the show called 5Ws plus H equals 777. It's a mathematical equation. What I'm giving you is science. The third question, how will this activity move me toward that end result? How does this fit in linchpin? Uh, vision is being able to see into the future, see how the dots connect. And so you got to ask yourself, how will this activity, how is this moving you forward? Is this one of your vision steps that you laid out that are moving you from where you are now to the direction of your mission? And the fourth question is a fair question, just like the other three. Is there a better way to get from here to there than what I'm currently pursuing? Because some of you, you're busy. We have this process called the traffic jam. And there's, uh, what is it, nine squares, like a hopscotch thing. We're all in a straight line. And it's called the traffic jam for a reason. And there's a certain way that I can tell when a group is stuck. Now, they still have lots of moves. They can still keep moving. But they're on the wrong path. And so when I see that happening in this process, I blow my whistle. And the, but people go, no, I can still move. And that person can still move. And then that person can move. We're not stuck yet. I go, yeah, you're stuck. Oh, you still got activity. Oh, you're still doing things. Oh, yeah, you still got moves. But you're not going to be productive. You're not moving you into the direction of where you want to be. You know, it's like the old guy in, in Nebraska. You know, he's going on a sales call, and he was told, you know, can't miss it. He wasn't given specific gen directions, just general directions, and he was told at the end, you can't miss it. I always hate when someone says you can't miss it because I always miss it. And so he's driving through, and he's, the GPS isn't working, and he said, you know, he's supposed to go by five cornfields and then make a left, and when he sees the big, scary scarecrow that's bigger than all of them, and then turn immediate left there, and then a mile down the road, you should see the farm. And so the problem is everything looks the same. There's cornfields everywhere for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And he thinks he's going the right way. He should be seeing this house that he's looking for, but after two minutes and after five minutes, after ten minutes, he realizes he's lost. And so he doesn't even know what to do. He can't get phone service and all that. So how's he going to find this, this home? 
And so as he's driving down another dirt road with cornfields on the sides, it looks like he's been driving through the same thing for the last hour. He sees a farmer leaning on a, a, a pitchfork on the side of the road with hay just sticking out of his mouth, just daydreaming. So he pulls his car over the side of the road. He gets out of his car and starts approaching the farmer who's leaning on that pitchfork and chewing on like a cud with a big old piece of hay sticking out of his mouth. And the farmer just kind of chuckled. He said, I bet you're lost, huh? Said, yep. Said, the only time I talk to anybody nowadays is when someone's lost. And the guy started to explain to him where, what he's looking for. Well, he's looking to go to this place, and he was told to do this, and, he, and now he's over here. And, and, and the guy looked at him just shaking his head. He said, man, you passed that place about 30 minutes ago. And he goes, yeah, I knew I passed and all that. He goes, well, so how do I get to there from here? And with that, the old farmer man takes that straw out of his mouth and says, son, you can't get to there from here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course you can get to there from here. But in order to know to get to there, you got to know what there looks like, what there sounds like, what there feels like. And you got to plan to how you're going to get from there, from where you are now to where you want to be. See, a lot of people are busy doing all kinds of things. There never seems to be enough hours of the day. And so by questioning ourselves, this allows us to separate activity, those things that just keep us busy and those things that are productive, those things that hinder us and those things that move us toward our goal. And so the rest of the show, I want to share this great article and break it down for you. And I got it from Lifehack. It was written about six years ago. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, but it starts off this article by saying, well, part human, part robot, my name is Tina, and I help entrepreneurs become more productive. During the past two months since I was created, I've been learning about productivity and discussing my theories with my two human founders. What we uncovered were 10 strange productivity secrets that are both fundamental and will have a massive impact on the amount and quality of the things you get done. So the first one, it says, is meta-planning. Albert Einstein was once quoted saying, a problem cannot be solved at the same level of thinking in which it was conceived. Now, I never understood that. I like Albert Einstein. Uh, I use Albert Einstein's definition of education. Education is not the learning of mere facts and figures, but the training of the mind to think. I use Dr. Einstein's definition of insanity. So do you. He said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy. So the flip side of Einstein's crazy coin is if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. And so I never understood that a problem cannot be solved at the same level of thinking which it was conceived. I just shortened it. A problem cannot be solved at the same level it was created at. And that reminds me of the logical levels. Remember I talked about this, Dr. Robert Diltz in NLP, the highest level spirit. Right below that's identity. Right below that is beliefs and values. Right below that is capabilities. Right below that is behavior. And right below that is environment. And the thing about the logical levels is it's easier to change things at the bottom versus the top. In other words, it's easier to change your environment than to change your identity. It's easier to change your behavior than it is to change your God. So it's easier to change things at the bottom versus the top. Second thing about the logical levels is change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. See, if you change your environment, you take an alcoholic out of the bar, they're still an alcoholic. Just by changing their environment doesn't change anything. But when someone has a true spirit change, the top of the logical levels, that we call that born again. That's what Jesus said to Nicodemus. When Nicodemus asked him, well, how do I enter the kingdom of heaven, Rabbi? He says, well, you must be born again. 
said you must be born twice of water, which is the normal uh, canal birth when the water breaks, and of spirit, a new spirit, a new essence, a new entity inside. And so we got a meta plan. And meta is just about going backwards. See, one thing about the logical levels and the most important, you can't change an issue at the same level it's created at. You must go the level above. See, it's trickle-down change, trickle-down economy. So if I'm struggling with my capabilities, the third level, then I must deal with the level above it, my beliefs and values. When I change that, then my capabilities will change, my behavior will change, my environment. That's why AA starts with, the first thing is there's a higher power. Because when you change your spirit, then your identity changes. I'm a child of God. I can do all things to Christ to strengthen me. Which changes your beliefs. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Which changes your capabilities. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Right? Greater is he who is in me. Right? You hear all things that tie in? Which behavior? God gives us an example, a standard of how we should behave. Which then keeps us from hanging out places where that behavior is not acceptable or the opposite behavior is preferred. So, ladies and gentlemen, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about 10 steps to productivity. This week, we've been talking about productivity. We'll continue it after these commercial breaks. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. 
A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And yes, if you truly want to live your life like it matters, you want the ultimate productivity, go to likeitmatters.net. Get in Leadership Awakening. In 48 hours, I will bring you to a level of productivity, a level of passion, a level of commitment that most people never experience in their entire life. Uh, My last class of the year is December 8th through 10th. It's in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, Man, whatever you do, get there. I promise you, uh, it'll change your life. So go to likeitmatters.net, and you can uh, read about it and sign up for it. Uh, And reach out to me, uh, Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. Be more than happy to answer any of your questions. So today, we're talking about 10 steps to productivity. The first one is meta planning. And meta is always about going backwards, asking the how, the why question. You gotta move to the level above, but sometimes you gotta deal with the level below. And so Albert suggests that you spend Albert Einstein suggests you spend at least fifteen minutes of starting your day and going meta. How are you gonna do this? Why are you doing this? Get yourself emotionally involved. Get yourself structurally involved. Number two on these ten uh, steps to productivity uh, in this article from Lifehack.com says the gray zone. Everything exists in pol- polarity to its opposite. Day, night, darkness, light, love, hate, yin, yang. And most interesting, he says, focus and non-focus. And so the gray zone is times that you are very effective. To want to focus for 12 hours straight without rest is not going to work. And what you're actually doing in that situation is spending most of your time in the gray zone. And this is a book uh, this uh, author references by Tony Schwartz. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. The gray zone is an unproductive state, unproductive state where you are not fully focused, where you're not really focused, also not really resting. This is where most of humans exist. You can schedule in focus blocks of time. See, I'm really good in the morning or really good at night, certain times, uh, and I know, but sometimes I got to perform no matter what when I teach a class. But yeah, you got to figure out when are you the most productive and then schedule a day around it. So many fa- famous people, uh, people, Benjamin Franklin would take naps at certain times a day, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, my wife takes a naps every single day, sometimes too, right? I mean, you got to figure out when you're most productive and stay out of the gray zone. The gray zones when you're not really there, you're not really performing. Number three on this list of 10 steps to better productivity is interesting. Nurture yourself. A lot of people think that's strange, but you got to nurture yourself. I want you to think about this. How do you nurture yourself? How do you take care of yourself? Do you do something mentally? Do you do something physically? Do you do something emotionally? For me, I I like a sauna. For me, I have an upside-down machine, the topsy-turvy machines. I like to hang upside down. Uh, For me, nurturing myself is listening to the Word of God, studying stuff, uh, getting into a 150 degrees infrared sauna. You got to nurture yourself. Time with God. Every Tuesday when I'm done with my radio show, my church that I attend right now uh, is open from 12 uh, to 1. And it's just 
prayer time. No one's leading it. It's just there. The music's playing. The, 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 the church is open. You can go in there and spend time. Think about this. What if you spend 90 minutes of focused time on a particular task without being interrupted? Think about that. And maybe you do 90-minute spurts, and then you invest a small amount of time recovering between, between these sessions. It al- allows you to perform more effectively, long-term. But figure out, take an inventory, figure out when do you do your best work? When is your most creative time? This is where you got to know yourself. Remember, we're called to live an examined life. I think it was Aristotle who said, an unexamined life is not worth living. Paul tells us to examine ourselves, to, to even check to see if we're still in the faith. The Bible says that if you judge yourself, God doesn't need to judge you. So you need to be honest with yourself and take a look at yourself. Deci- number four, decision fatigue. Decision fatigue. And then list a couple questions. Why does Mark Zuckerberg wear the same clothes each day? Why do the armed forces insist that the soldiers practice each process hundreds of times? Why do I always delegate as much decision-making as possible to my new team members? And it's interesting take says every day you have a specific amount of willpower to use. Once this is gone, that's it. It's not replenished until you wake up the next morning. And the problem is that most people waste this most precious resource on tasks that do not drive their productivity. Like what to wear? Where are you going to go? Now, this is important because we're dealing with conscious and unconscious. Uh, I ta- teach a lot. Remember, we only use about 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The rest is called the unconscious brain. Uh, it is the programming center. It is where all the programs, it's where you store everything. All your meta programs, all your patterns are there in the unconscious. I mean, we've all driven home before after work without realizing how we drove home. But we stopped at all stops. We turned at all turns. We did everything we were supposed to. And then there we are in front of our house. And we go, wow, I don't remember driving home. But you did. And we're not talking about drug or alcohol induced, right? There's this book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Highly recommend it. And then there it talks about the basal ganglia. The basal ganglia is part of the unconscious brain. It is the brain's uh, habitual center. Its job, the basal ganglia's job, is to get you into a habit as quick as possible, get you in a pattern. What is a habit? A habit is something you start doing consciously, and then you continue doing it unconsciously. Whether you're talking about smoking or drinking, we all think of habits as bad, but they don't need to be bad. They can be good. Remember Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, right? I'm basically sharing with you right now 10 habits that make you more productive, right? These are habits. That's what we are. When I went to Promise Keepers uh, decades ago, I'll never forget, I was talking to a pastor and he said, you know, one of the best things I've ever done for my Christian walk is I put my shoes under my bed. And I'm thinking, that's weird. What does that have to do with walking with God? He said, that's easy. Every night, I had to get on my knees to push my shoes under my bed. And every morning, I had to get on my knees to grab my shoes from outside, from out, from under my bed. See, the basal ganglia is all about allowing you to get in a habit as quick as possible. Why? So you can focus that 3 to 5% of the conscious brain on those decisions that you need to make in the now moment, those decisions that need to be made uh, in a timely fashion. But decision fatigue. A lot of people, if they can't decide something, they procrastinate. A lot of people, when they become overwhelmed, they go to sleep. A lot of people, when they get confused, they shut down. And a lot of this is driven by decision fatigue.
You need to become aware of, of this, that with every little decision that has to be made every single day, you are less likely to make them effective and productive decisions later in the day. You only got so much energy, so much emotion, so much of that. So the solution here is become aware of the small little decisions you're making each day that are currently depleting your willpower. And then he goes on to say, the, the writer of this article says, ritualize them. Put your shoes under your bed if you want to walk closer with God. And so the guy who wrote this article is actually Tom. I think it's Watson. I can't find his last name. But this is interesting because, for example, it says one of my founders, Tom, has the following morning ritual. So this is what the guy does. Wake up, drink a glass of lemon water, wash, 10 minutes of mindful meditation, write the answers to four questions. What are you excited about? What did you do well yesterday? What are you grateful for? And what are you afraid to lose? Great questions. Write out affirmations. Again, people believe in affirmations. Move through four visualizations. Again, you're creating a neural pathway. You're setting your reticular activating system. And then exercise. Now, I don't do that, but it's nice. I have a set routine before I go to bed. When I get up, I start talking to God. Uh, and I've changed this a lot of times. When I become semi-conscious in the morning, I start thanking God. Tell him what I'm grateful for. Uh, I used to, as soon as I became aware that I was awake, I'd roll out of bed onto my knees. But I love this pattern here to create a pattern for when you get out of bed. I do this a lot for people I counsel. Uh, if you can't get up and be self-driven, you got to program. you got to ritualize the start of your morning. And, and I ask people, how does your typical morning start? And most people can't explain to me, to, it to me. I'm counseling this one lady. I'm doing life candy work. And I asked her how much she sleeps. Well, so it all depends. I said, well, do you set an alarm clock? She says, it all depends. I said, depends on what? She says, if I have something to do that day, I'll set an alarm clock. If I don't, I'll just wake up when I want to wake up. And I said, so you need to remember that. Write that down. When I have something to do that day, I set an alarm. And I told her, now set an alarm. Because that, by setting an alarm, it tells yourself unconsciously and consciously you have something to do that day. And that's the problem with so many people wake up every day, but they don't even really know what they're going to do that day. And every day when I wake up, I say, General Jesus, Private Black reporting for duty, sir. And at some point I say, Daddy, Abba, Papa, whatever you're doing today, I'd like to be a part of it. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Send me. Call me. How do you start your day? And how do you end your day? Because those things are important, and you should ritualize them. Take the thought process out, because left to human choice, half the time you're going to choose no. So remove human choice. Number five, no white space. No white space, right? Small, relatively inconsequential daily decisions need to be automated or made ahead of time. No little thing, eating, sleeping, exercise, whatever you do, they need to be scheduled so that you can jump right in and use all that willpower. When you have something on schedule, you do your best to keep it. And that's what you gotta remember. White space is uh, boredom. You have nothing to do. You have nowhere to go. You have nothing to I mean, so many people wake up without an agenda. I know people that only reason they get up in the morning is to take their kids to school, and then they come home and go back to bed. You can't get a hold of people. Wonder if they're working. When you live your life like it matters, you have a reason to be up. But when you don't live your life like it matters, why do you get out of bed? And here's the strangest thing. There's a pandemic hitting this country. It's called depression, and depression can be defined as hopeless and helpless. 
That means depression means my life sucks today and tomorrow will be no better. But when we have our days planned out, when we take off the minutia and we focus on the bigger things, then we know that our life matters. We have a reason to get out of bed. We have a reason to do what we're going to do. We have a reason to get up the next day and do it again and again and again to the glory of God. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about 10 steps to become more productive. And after the break, we'll finish up the list. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 16 years migraine-free, no medications. Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran, host of Health Is Well, Sundays at 10 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Chiropractic changed my life, so I quit my corporate job to help people transform their health and their lives. If you've tried everything with no results, tune into the new Health is Wealth radio show to learn how to get and stay healthy. Sundays at 10 a.m. or catch the Health is Wealth podcast anytime on Freedom1570.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so... I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, an hour of power where we're living life like it matters. And for those of you that like some manna, some food from heaven, uh, you can go to 
wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. I post a daily scripture there and explain how to apply it, what it means. Uh, The very first page, you go down the bottom right, it says uh, follow uh, or something like that. If you hit that button, you can type in your email address. And every morning, every morning when I post it, uh, it'll go right to your email box, uh, right to your inbox. And I do it seven days a week, 365 days a year. I've been doing that for almost nine years. So uh, if you want that, and again, if you want to live your life like it matters, you truly want to have the best holiday season ever. If you want a, a better marriage, if you want a better relationship with your kids, you want a better relationship with God, if you want more in our life, you want to clean up your past and create a more compelling future, go to likeitmatters.net. My last class of the year is in Minneapolis, December 8th through 10th. We only allow uh, 12 to 16 people in there, so they close up quick. And then January 19th through 21st in the new year, will be our first class in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, and um, I think we're already at 14 people, 13, 14, so we only got uh, two or three spots in that class. Go to likeitmatters.net, and uh, I will help you live your life like it matters, because it does. So we're going through the list. Uh, we've got it from Lifehack. It's called 10 Strange Productivity Secrets They Didn't Teach You in School. Uh, and if you miss any of this radio show, that's no problem. Go to likeitmattersradio.com likeitmattersradio.com. As soon as my radio show is done, we're live Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can listen live anywhere in the world by live streaming with freedom1570.com. And then after the radio show, uh, at your own leisure, you can just go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to today's message as as well as months and months and months of messages right there in podcast form and MP3 form. So just go to likeitmattersradio.com. So number six on our list of 10 steps of productivity says level leverage a global talent pool. Technology now enables us to work with people around the world. This is all about team. Together, everyone achieves more. And, you know, some people are better at things than, than, than other people. Is there something you're either not good at at all or don't like doing? Then you have no excuse to be actually doing the task. If your heart's not into it and you can get somebody else to do it, then you should. Especially with just a few dollars per hour, you can find someone to complete this role significantly more effectively than you. If I was a gambling person, I'd be placing money on the fact that you're spending time doing things that don't need to be done. For me, it's I say it's below my pay grade or above my pay grade. You know? And so I, I this is one of my big things. I do a lot of things I shouldn't be doing and I should be doing focusing on certain things and I'm getting better at that. Number seven. No notifications. And this is all about distraction. We are easily distracted, easily distracted by doubt and fear, shiny objects and squirrels. You got to know this. We're always all over the place. This is, this is why confusion is so powerful. Because when people are confused, they don't step out. When people are confused, they don't speak up. When people are confused, they don't act up. And so we got to be careful about being distracted all the time. Just because your phone goes off doesn't mean you check it. And when you're with someone in a room and you look to your phone or something else, you're basically saying something more important is going on. Something more important than you uh, I want to think about. Something more important than you uh, I want to deal with. And man, who wants to deal with that, right? And so you've got to be aware of your distractions. You got to be aware. There's this place called the now moment. Most people never live in the now. They live in some yesterday that's history. They live in some tomorrow that's not even guaranteed. It's a mystery. All we got is this moment. It's called the present. And we should treat it like the gift that it is. 
And most people never live in the now moment. And in my training at likeitmatters.net, a 48-hour training that you'll swear you were there for two weeks. Why? Because I teach you how to still time. I teach you how to be fully present in the now moment. Most people have never been fully present in a real moment. And when you realize what you're missing, when you realize that you are deaf, numb, and blind, that you're looking but you're not seeing, that you're touching but you're not feeling, that you're hearing but you're not listening, and man, how much more effective, how much more productive, how much more impactful, how much more significant would your life be if you would just focus and be fully present in the now moment? When you see a need, you meet that need. When someone crosses your path, you're focused on them. How can I help this person? Is this a door that God put in front of me that I should walk through and see? The Bible says you could have been entertaining angels from on high and didn't even know it. Because we're so scattered, we're so busy. Remember, the devil can't make you bad. He'll make you busy. Number eight on the list of productivity, this is the one I need to hear. Clean your desk, desktop. Both of mine are messy. As mentioned in Secrets 2 and 7 above, we need to be productive to make a difference world. We need to work on complex tasks for extended period of times with no distractions. And he basically gives a two-step process for cleaning your desk. Number one. Remove everything from your desk apart from the tools required for these focused tasks. So as I look at my desk, I'd have about six pieces of paper in front of me and everything else would be gone. And on my desk right now, I have about 60 pieces of paper and a whole bunch of other stuff. Step number two, clear your desktop and full screen the app and full screen the application you are using to work on these tasks. Now on my laptop, desktop I should say, is so much. And so, again, these are things that I'm productive, but I could be far more productive. I'm going to be applying these things. Number nine, I, I, R. I love this. This is probably one of the greatest things I've taken from this, studying this article and preparing for this radio show. I love number nine, I, I, R. And it says, if you run a team, family, friendship group, you are working on a project together, you probably have people come to you with issues. It's understandable. However, what is not understandable is if they come to you with issues but have not thought about potential ways they can be resolved. So this is where IIR comes in. I, issue, what's the problem? I, impact, what is the impact of this problem? R, recommendation, what should we do about this problem? I say when there's someone has a having to be a, or a critical or someone focusing on the problems, what I tell my CEOs, my executives, I say, listen, mandate it. If someone brings you a problem, they also bring you a potential solution. And the, one of my CEOs one time said, well, Black, what if it's the wrong one? I said, it doesn't matter. All you're doing is shifting their focus. You're shifting their focus from what's wrong to what could be right. And this is why this three-step questioning process, IIR, is powerful. So you gotta be specific. I don't like how things are around here. What does that mean? What's the problem, right? That would be the next question. So why don't you just start with that? What's the issue? What's the problem? Write it out. Be specific. Impact. What's the impact of this problem? In other words, why is the problem such a big deal? What's the impact of it? What's the problem? And then three, recommendation. What should we do about this problem? That's their opinion. And again, it might not be the right thing. Who cares? What you're doing is you're changing their focus. That's the key. You're changing their focus. And sometimes that's all you got to do. 
That's what questioning does. A leader should learn to ask the right questions. Because when you ask the right questions, you tend to get the right answers. And those answers then allow you to be more productive. Those answers then allow you to reach your mission. Those those questions, when answered properly, in depth, allow you to go from point A to point B. Step number 10, meditate. I know this sounds like a new age word, but it's not. Meditate is just a strong focus. It's to clear your mind of everything else and focus on what's really important. You know, I told you every Tuesday I like to go to church uh, from 12 to 1 is uh, just prayer, quiet prayer time. There's music playing. The sanctuary is open. Uh, no one's running anything. You just It's open. And I love to go there and just sit in prayer. And, and I pray most of the time there. Sometimes I want to clear my head and just be in the now moment, just feel the presence of God. Meditation is focusing the mind, either on topic of thought, on your body, or your breathing. And when you're able to train yourself to do this for extended periods of time through repetition, your ability to focus your mind on those value value criteria and the creation task, if you will, makes huge impact. Huge impact. And there are a lot of time parasites in our life. A lot of distractions. Politics. Social media, all distractions. You've got to start your day focusing. Every morning I get up and I send out the Word of God, wayofwarrior.blog, to thousands of people. Every morning when I get up, I pray. I talk to God. I ask Him to guide my words, guide my action, guide my heart. I tell Him, General Jesus, private black reporting for duty, sir. Every morning I drink a warm glass of lemon water to reset my system. You gotta meditate. You've gotta prepare. Remember the military, I learned one of the most important things I learned in the military the six P's of preparation. Let me call them the six P's of productivity. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. You have a radio show that's free to you, an hour of power every day. Listen to it right here, AM 1570, Monday through Friday from 11 to 12. You got transformational leadership training. Go to it, likeitmatters.net. You got scripture coming to you from above, wayofwarrior.blog. And you got Living Life Like It Matters in your podcast. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations with the impact of inflation it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next but with vantage point you won't have to guess text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4 percent proven accuracy that's right 87.4 percent text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading vantage points patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds no more guessing when to get in or out of a trade Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice event offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.